Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And not only did we resolve that, then they're like, Ryan, oh my God, I'm sleeping better. My energy is so much better. Wow. My mental clarity, I don't have constant brain fog. Yeah. I'm not having to drink four or five coffees a day. Sure. I just feel like my, I got my, my life back. Yeah. You know, because wow. it's all so interconnected. And that's the whole idea with holistic medicine. Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. The scenery, if you guys are watching, is always changing. Today, I have the luxury of being in my guest's office, as you can see, this beautiful space. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things, primarily uh, predicated around health, mental health, physical health, um, emotional health. We're going to be talking about breath work, um, holistic practicing, diet, you name it. I got you covered. I know we've never really done anything like this before. So without further ado, Mr. Ryan Kennedy, welcome to Who Can Relate, man. It's an honor to be here, man. Yeah, it's an honor to be here with you. I really appreciate you hosting the space and just super excited again to really get into a lot of things that I've alluded to throughout the show, my Instagram, et cetera. I think people kind of know I'm privy to all this stuff now, but it's just great to bring a professional <laughs> to really elaborate a little bit more. So uh, a little bit more background on you, where are you from, and how the hell did you get started with uh, with what you're doing? Yeah, so I'm from San Diego. That's okay. where my practice is located currently, is where yeah. we're at, and yeah. I was born and raised in South Bay, and my journey into functional medicine, naturopathic medicine, really came from a bit of a tragedy. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was 14... My mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And at the time, you know, being a young kid, didn't know much about what was going on, just knew she was sick. And, you know, she went through the modern medical system, the allopathic model for cancer treatment, which is surgery, chemotherapy, radiation. Okay. And, you know, I remember like yesterday, her oncologist telling her like, this is your only option. What you eat doesn't matter. No herbs or vitamins or supplements are going to help you. Yeah. Take these drugs or don't do anything and die sooner. Yeah. And it was really unfortunate that she received this misinformation because a lot of those treatments really cause not only deterioration of your quality of life. Mm. So whatever days you have left on this planet, you're are really miserable. Sure. But they also really damage the body's immune system and ability to recover and rebalance. Mm. And so unfortunately she died two years later in large part due to this misinformation she received in large part due to the, harsh treatments that were pushed on her, but also the misinformation she and millions of other people have received up until this point for decades, Yeah, you know, with the food guide pyramid and just poor nutritional advice, poor lifestyle advice. Yeah, And so that really spun me onto my own health journey because at the time I was overweight. I had acne. I had gut issues. I was depressed. I was just not in a good place. Sure. And so I really set out to learn everything I could about health. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I studied, I was very much in the physical and fitness side of things at the, at the get go. Mm-hmm. I studied kinesiology in my undergrad, mm. you know, got into physical therapy. I've yeah. always been into sports, played yeah. college lacrosse. 
And I started running personal training studio and working with clients and, you know, really seeing some good results and really loving the work. Yeah. But I realized really quickly, Justin, like the physical stuff is amazing and I love exercise. I love training, but it's only one piece of the puzzle. I know, you know, and (laughs) I I was seeing so many clients that were training with me a few days a week, but they were eating so poorly. They weren't sleeping well. They were stressed out of their minds and they weren't taking care of the multitude of other lifestyle factors that play into this. Oh, yeah. And so that's when I went back to post-grad school. I studied naturopathic and functional medicine, uh, became board certified in clinical nutrition because I just saw how much of an impact this stuff makes and how it really goes above and beyond just the physical side of things. Sure. Like you mentioned at the intro, yeah. it really impacts our mental and emotional well-being. Yeah. It impacts our relationships, our career, our businesses, it, just our quality of life, how mm-hmm. we show up in the world, having yeah. that vitality, that energy. Sure. And so that really brings me to where I am today, where I run yeah. a global practice. I work with patients from all across the globe, all walks of life, everything from people who are chronically ill, like cancer <clears throat> patients, people with heart disease, people with all sorts of autoimmune conditions. Yeah. All the way to the other end of the spectrum. Guys like you, Justin, who are like entrepreneurs looking to get the edge, yeah. saying, hey, I feel pretty good. I'm not sick, sure, but I want to feel better. Yeah. I want to optimize. Optimize, exactly. And so that's just kind of a brief rundown of how I got into this, really. My mom being the driving force behind my passion and purpose and yeah. just my love for helping people get well because I just wish she had access to the information I share with people because yeah. it would have been such a difference, sure. not only in how long she lived, but also in how she felt in her last days. Yeah. Sorry to hear about the passing. Um, and it's just uh, beautiful how you took a, a tragedy and essentially turned it into a, a positive thing. And here you are helping and saving lives, literally. Yeah. Um, and I remember when we had our, our pre-call, now again, months ago, we were supposed to do this <laughs> a, couple, a couple months ago, but here we are. And I remember just being blown away with not only your story, but then just like, as I consider it, the other side of medicine, um, the last, um, last few years here, I've been implementing more of a holistic lifestyle in Shea as well. And, you know, whether it's a, um, a migraine as you came to save the day a couple of weeks ago for me and gave me some great, great stuff. And I, I went out and got and felt so much better and, or it's, it's, uh, you know, gut issues or whatever the case is, there is other medicine, other alternatives out there. So let's, let's break down those two, um, whichever, whichever one you want to go first, just for the people, maybe like a, a dumbed down version. At least that's, that's what I need. Yeah. So, so they're very synonymous in a lot of ways, functional medicine and naturopathic medicine where allopathic medicine, Mm -hmm. meaning the modern medical system really treats, really seeks to diagnose an illness and manage symptoms with pharmaceutical drugs. Right. That's really the, the goal for a lot. of, And obviously there's acute trauma care and surgeries and a lot of things that branch out beyond mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to chronic disease, mm-hmm. cancer, diabetes, heart disease, it's really about minimizing symptoms through pharmaceutical intervention. Yeah. My world is very much so about root cause. What's causing this issue for you and how can we address it with changes to your lifestyle, changes to your diet, changes to your environment, changes yeah. to your mindset, yeah. and how you can really give the body the right inputs and the right changes to heal itself. Mm -hmm. And the way that we do that is through nutritional changes, through bringing in targeted vitamins, herbs, different supplementation, bringing in different lifestyle protocols and a whole bunch of different avenues that really seek to resolve the, the root, the root cause, not just manage your symptoms. And that's, that's, I think the, the biggest component for me is the root of it all. It's, it's not just the, the surface issue. Like we're not trimming the weeds here. We're going to pull them out so for any, anyone who's skeptical or just hesitant or just 
maybe a little uneducated in, in this type of, of way to approach um, an illness or a disease. My simple question is, can holistic practicing really help someone who has cancer? Can really help someone who has um, another serious disease? Because again, I, I just, I'm thinking of my mom right now watching is, um, and this is actually a true story. So I told her about you. I was like, mom, I, I talked to my my buddy Ryan, he gave me all this stuff. She's like, well, what, what pills are you taking? I'm like, well, I'm taking supplements for my migraine. Well, okay, Justin, that's fine. But tomorrow, can you please make an appointment with a real doctor? No offense, Ryan, don't, don't, don't take this not person taken, at all, please. Um, you know, can yeah. you go see a real doctor? I'm like, okay, mom, I've, I've known to like not even try to explain. Sure. But here we are. You just have to look at this from a logical point of view. Okay. When you have a migraine, for your example, or sure. any issue, your body is not deficient in Advil or yeah. in NSAIDs <laughs> or in some pharmaceutical drug. Right, right. That's just masking the symptoms. Sure. And so there's a reason you have that. Yeah. It's, it's really a manifestation of an imbalance in your body. And yeah. so it'd be the same way as saying if you check engine light comes on, you're <laughs> driving in your car, yeah. using an, like an NSAID like Advil or Tylenol would be like putting a little sticker over it and pretending it's not there. Yeah. Whereas my point of view is let's give the body what it needs, whether it's hydration, magnesium, environment changes, maybe you're dealing with some sort of exposure, maybe it's sure. something related to your gut health, maybe it's something yeah. you're eating. Let's figure out what's causing it. Yeah. And so that's just the simple, like kind of 30,000 foot view of the ideologies and the differences there. Sure. And so a lot of people have been conditioned, just like your mom, yeah. who mean well, but have just been conditioned through mainstream media that allopathic medicine, modern medicine is the gold standard, the yeah, only way, the only way. Yeah. And the beautiful thing, Justin, is that the paradigm is shifting and I see it every day. People coming into my practice who have yeah. been to doctor after doctor and specialist after specialist who have these five minute appointments and get drugs pushed on mm -hmm. them. And they realize this is not making me feel better. Yeah. A lot of these things have horrible side effects mm -hmm. and it's not making my problem go away. Sure. I'm just having to now take this drug for the rest of my life. And that's exactly. not something people want to do. Yeah. And so more and more people are waking up and realizing there's a better way. Mm -hmm. There's another way. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to manage my disease. I want to reverse it. Sure. I want to really regain my health. Yeah. And that's not the specialty of modern medicine. And I want to be clear. I love modern medicine. Yeah. I've been in some terrible crashes on my dirt bike and I've had some surgeries sure. where they patch me back together. And I'm so grateful yeah. because it is incredible for acute trauma care. Sure. They save lives every day. Yeah. But when it comes to chronic illness, it's really failed to address the root cause and failed to really get to the bottom of it. Sure. Uh, because there's not a lot of money in cures. No. Well, there's no money. No, there's not. <laughs> if we're all healthy out here, it's going to be a lot of people upset in, in big yeah. pharma. Um, I guess I, I, I'm interested in hearing just kind of like testimonials of some of your your patients and what they've come to you with and, um, and, and how they've come out of it. So I would say the top two reasons or top two issues people have that come to me for help. Yeah. One is gut issues. Sure. They run rampant in our society. Yeah. Bloating, gas, you know, constipation, abdominal pain, just not feeling good after you eat. Like yeah. you're just not breaking down your food right and your gut feels inflamed and just not good. Sure. And so the way I really address this is I figure out what's going on in terms of different imbalances. Oftentimes it's small intestinal bacteria overgrowth or yeah. candida or yeast overgrowth or uh, C. diff or any type of other gut pathogen. Okay. And using targeted herbs along with biofilm disrupting enzymes, we knock out the pathogen mm. in conjunction with targeted probiotic therapy to re-instill good bacteria in the gut. And people's lives transform, man. It's mm. like they came to me because they had chronic bloating and gas and didn't feel well after meals. 
And not only did we resolve that, then mm -hmm. they're like, Ryan, oh my God, I'm sleeping better. My energy is so much better. Wow. My mental clarity. I don't have constant brain fog. Yeah. I'm not having to drink four or five coffees a day. Sure. I just feel like my, I got my, my life back. Yeah. You know, because wow. it's all so interconnected. And that's the whole idea with holistic medicine. Yeah. Instead of breaking up the body into all these different compartments, we have mm -hmm. a heart doctor, a kidney doctor, a specialist for, you know, different aspects of the body. Yeah. Holistic is really looking at the body as a system. Yeah. As a whole. <laughs> understanding it's all interconnected. Yeah. And so the other thing people come to me a lot for help is relating hormones, mm. especially women. I work with a lot of women that have a lot of really painful and uncomfortable PMS symptoms, you know, menstrual cramps and just feeling really terrible around their monthly cycle, sure. weight loss resistance, having issues when it comes to just their overall mood and yeah. mental state. Yeah. And when you start to correct a lot of the underlying imbalances hormonally and really get in sync with what's called their infradian rhythm. Mm. So this is their biological monthly cycle. Mm -hmm. A lot of people listening may have heard of circadian rhythm, okay. which is our 24-hour biological clock, helps to govern when we sleep, when we wake, all those sorts of functions. Mm -hmm. Women have an infradian rhythm that really runs on this 28-day cycle. And when you start to really get in sync with that, mm -hmm. you start to really give them the right types of dietary changes at different times of the month, because women are so different than men. Sure. And oftentimes they get lumped into the same recommendations as guys and it just doesn't work. Yeah. And so I work a lot with hormonal balance and see incredible results with my female patients. Mm. Um, and then, you know, everything from, like you said, people that are really chronically ill yeah. uh, to people who are just looking for the edge, looking to feel better, perform better. Sure. Entrepreneurs looking to take their business to the next level by showing up in the world, getting deeper, more restorative sleep in less time. Yeah. Having a lot of this, you know, these productive hacks that they can really implement sure. to get a better ROI, return on investment on their yep. time and energy. So yep. instead of working out at the gym an hour a day, yeah. we bring some efficiency to that process and you're getting those same benefits, better results yeah. by spending 20 minutes. Yeah. I would love to just fire off a couple symptoms or conditions that I'm sure the general public would have and experience. And maybe you can just throw on some, um, uh, fire extinguisher on, on, onto the fire really quick. So yeah. <clears throat> let's talk about migraines for a second. I know we're all, you know, we all deal with different levels of them. It may be hereditary. There's, there's a lot that's under that umbrella, but just as a migraine, if you could give anyone who suffers from them, um, consistently any kind of help for that. Three main reasons people get headaches and migraines. Okay. First one, very simple dehydration. Okay. They're not drinking enough water. They're drinking a bunch of coffee and soda and a bunch of other garbage. Mm -hmm. And they're dehydrated. And even as little as 1% dehydration in the body can lead to severe headaches, can lead to severe dysfunction because wow. every organ, cell, tissue, and system in our bodies requires water to function properly. Sure. So dehydration is a big one. Okay. As a general rule of thumb, mm -hmm. I recommend getting about half your body weight in pounds okay. in ounces per day. Okay. So if you weigh 200 pounds, aiming for about 100 ounces per day. Sure. That'll fluctuate a little bit based on your activity level and yeah. if you're hitting the sauna or sure. you know, depending on what climate you live in. But that's a good general rule of thumb. But I actually really like to add trace minerals to my water. And okay. this is a supplement you can get for very cheap. You okay. get a whole bottle of this stuff for like 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. Okay. And the two brands I like is Aussie Minerals and Trace Mineral Research. Okay. It's called Concern Trace. And they're just little drops that have 72 ionic trace minerals extracted from for the Aussie minerals from, you know, Australia. And the mm -hmm. other one is from the, um, I forget where it's extracted from, but point is, I guess Iceland in my head, I want to say Iceland. <laughs> no, it's not Iceland. Okay. It's somewhere <laughs> in the United States. Okay. Um, but it brings in all of these other constituents because H2O is just part of the picture, right? Okay. We also need all of the trace elements, minerals and electrolytes 
for our cells to utilize that water. Sure. Same reason why if you drink strictly distilled water over the course of time, you'd run into some major issues. Yeah, yeah. And so we want mineralized water. And the best way to do this is to bring in trace minerals. Trace minerals. Okay, I'll make sure these are in the show notes. If you guys are watching, I've already thrown up a, a little picture right now, but carry on. Yeah, so in addition to that, making sure that you're really uh, not drinking too much water at your mealtime because you don't want to dilute your stomach acid and digestive right. enzymes. So really drinking water right when you wake up in the morning is a perfect time to hydrate the body because we lose about a pound of water overnight while we're sleeping. How much water would you say? It depends on your body weight, depends on the person. Okay. I like to say at least an ounce for every 10 pounds of body weight first okay. thing in the morning. Okay. So again, if you weigh 200 pounds, about 20 ounces of water. Okay. You can do a little more than that, yeah. um, but that's a good minimum. Okay. Just to get the body going, it kickstarts the metabolism. It helps get those morning bowel movements going. Sure. It's got a lot of benefits from a cellular perspective. Warm water, cold water? Room temp. Room temp. Lemon, no lemon? Either one's fine. Gotcha. Yeah, lemon, lime, going to be a good source of potassium, and it's okay. going to be totally fine. Okay. Um, and you could do warm water. That'll help with your morning uh, bowel movement. Sure. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of cold water. Different yeah. Ayurvedic principles talk about how you don't want to lower the body's chi in the morning right. by drinking a bunch of ice cold water. Sure. Um, so room temp is fine. Warm water is also fine okay. if you prefer that. And then, you know, just throughout the day, getting your water intake in is huge. So back to the original question. Yes. Hydration is key. The other big low hanging fruit mm -hmm. when people have chronic headaches and migraines is magnesium deficiency. Yep. Magnesium being our body's master mineral. It's critical for hundreds of, pro of biochemical processes in, within the body. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get enough through food alone. Okay. Our, due to poor farming practices, our soils are just deficient, man. And so yeah. we, we're not getting enough uh, magnesium through our diets. Sure. And so bringing in some magnesium is highly effective. And yeah. the dosage is going to vary based on the person. Mm -hmm. My favorite form of magnesium, because there's all sorts of different forms. As a general rule of thumb, I like magnesium glycinate. It's well absorbed. Okay. Something you can pick up on Amazon. Pure Encapsulations is the, the brand I like. Okay. Um, you know, magnesium citrate is great if you deal with mild constipation. That helps get your bowels moving. Okay. Um, and there's 10 other forms of magnesium I could rattle off. But not okay. to confuse people, that's kind of the one that I typically will say generally, this is a good bet. I know. As I take a look behind us, I was like wondering if there's any of that here. I don't know if I have any on the <laughs> shelf here. But okay, no worries. I was going to hold it in my hand, but carry yeah, on. Yeah, so magnesium and dehydration are two of the three common sources, and those are easy to fix. Okay not going to cost you a lot of money. No. And by putting the trace minerals in the water, you're getting all those ionic trace elements, which is also going to help with this whole process. Sure. The third aspect gets a little more broad. Okay. And this is where you're getting some sort of exposure to something that's causing the headache, that's causing the inflammation in the body. Yeah. Yeah. And so for a lot of people, it's a chemical exposure. That was mine, I think. Yeah. Caused by, you know, the personal care products you're using or the household cleaners that you're using or yeah. something in your environment yeah. that contains toxic chemicals that your body is now having this reaction to mm -hmm. creating the headache. Yep. And so that's obviously requires some detective work of trying to figure it out. But that's another big cause. And I've even seen a food be a cause. Mm. I was just working with a female patient who has had one to two migraines a week for the last many years. Or wow. coming to see me. So it's been a major problem. And these are like debilitating migraines. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she just gets basically pain drugs thrown at her from the conventional yep. treatment options. And so she came to see me. We started cleaning up a bunch of things with her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We ran a food sensitivity lab because she was having a lot of digestive issues. Damn. And what it turned out is she had all these foods she was eating every day that she was highly reactive to generally recognized as healthy things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, salmon, you know, things you would never wow. expect are bad for you, but she was having this reaction to them. And when we pulled those out of her diet, the migraines went away. She hasn't had a single one since. 
Oh my God. Keep in mind, this is also coupled with a number of other therapies that we've implemented. So it's a multi-dimensional approach. Yeah. But the big thing here too, is when you have a food sensitivity lab and you have a whole bunch of foods you're reactive to, like she did, this woman did, Mm -hmm. it's a clear indication of what's called leaky gut where food particles are seeping through and there's permeability in the small intestine and it's creating this inflammatory or this immune response to these food particles. And so by eating them day in and day out with poor gut integrity, Mm -hmm. it's creating problems to where you're having reactions to foods that would generally be recognized as healthy. So we healed and sealed the gut using things like colostrum and lactoferrin, bringing in, you know, key amino acids like glutamine and also bringing in uh, some targeted probiotics. Okay. And so now she's able to eat all, you know, I'm talking dozens and dozens of foods came back as reactive. Wow. No longer the case for her. So when you heal the gut, it calms down the immune system response. And then over time, your body has a, doesn't have a negative reaction sure. anymore. So wow. that's a big thing as well is coming back to just kind of foods that may be causing yeah. a reaction for you, even though they're generally recognized as healthy. Yeah. Jeez. I'm just thinking like if I was sitting there like, oh, I've got my, got my salmon, I got my broccoli, I'm, I'm yeah. eating healthy, migraine. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. like, I can't win. You know, I'm just going to go to In-N-Out, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> no, I, I appreciate you sharing all that. And, and that's why I think it's important. Um I know, again, for me, I, I don't want anyone to be offended listening or watching thinking Justin's asking these dumbed down questions. I'm asking, yes, I am, number one, but I'm asking for myself. This is how I operate, guys. Okay, so that's the migraine tips, uh, which, are, which are great and helpful. I would like to know about the two o'clock crash for all the nine to fivers out there, all the, all the working people. What are some quick fixes to, to help with that? So the way that I operate, isn't necessarily like, okay, you're having this crash every afternoon. What can we do to give you more energy at, at that two o'clock crash? Yeah. What I'm going to say is what's causing the 2 p.m. Exactly. crash? Why don't you have all day energy? Get to the root. Good. Get yeah. to the root. Yeah. So for many people, it's poor sleep quality. Yeah. Getting to bed too late, circadian rhythm dysfunction, not getting deep restorative sleep, getting into those deeper mm-hmm. stage three and stage four cycles of sleep. So that's a big one for people. Sure. Another one is they're pounding all this caffeine first thing in the morning. And by drinking a bunch of coffee right when you wake up, it's really putting your body and your cortisol rhythms in this really wonky state. Yep. And so I'm not against coffee. I love some organic coffee or <laughs> organic tea, you know, yeah. especially in moderate amounts. Don't sure. overdo it. Sure. But not drinking it the second you wake up. Okay. Having at least an hour to naturally wake up your mm. body, utilizing things like natural sunlight, sets that circadian rhythm, activates the hypothalamus, helps to upregulate your energy naturally, okay. and really helps to get the mitochondria going, our okay. cellular power plants. Sure. Hydration again in the morning. And then just having some sort of morning routine, which we could take a deep rabbit hole into, yeah, yeah. talk about some of these practices and how they're going to set you up for success so that your whole day is going to be better and your energy is going to be much more stable than having this big caffeine high in the morning where you're riding on caffeine till, you know, 11, 12, 1 mm-hmm, PM. Mm-hmm. But then as you crash from that, you just feel like you need more coffee and you're dragging and you got, you know, foggy uh, mental space and you're having trouble performing at work. Yeah. So those are big things to kind of red flags to look out for. Okay. The biggest red flag. What did you eat for lunch? Mm. A lot of people are making suboptimal food choices for lunch where they're eating a bunch of high glycemic refined grains. Sure. You know, carbs. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not that carbs are bad. Yeah. It's a big difference between having some sweet potato and having I was a bowl of say, pasta. the different carbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the glycemic response, their metabolic health. But point is you want to keep your blood sugar stable throughout the day mm. because when you have this big blood sugar fluctuation after lunch, your blood glucose goes sky high because you ate, you know, a bunch of these processed yeah. refined carbohydrates. Mm-hmm your body secretes all this insulin from the pancreas Mm. in order to 
bring that blood sugar back down. Sure. Well, insulin is our one, it's our body's number one fat storage hormone. So it's really problematic for weight gain, mm. but it also creates that fatigue, creates that brain fog. It creates mm. that low energy state, yeah. especially in chronic amounts because then your sure. body becomes desensitized to it and then it has to produce more and more to mm-hmm. accomplish the task of normalizing your blood glucose sure so i always urge people i'm not like a hardcore keto guy i'm not like a zero yeah, carb yeah. guy i'm about what's going to be best for your body yeah and vast majority of people unless you're like a crazy athlete training all the time mm-hmm. the vast majority of people do really good keeping their breakfast and lunch very low carb sticking to healthy fats, high quality protein, non-starchy vegetables, things of that nature, Mm -hmm. and then replenishing carbohydrates with dinner. And when you have that low carb uh, lunch, you're not going to be susceptible to that energy crash an hour or two after. So that's a big thing to be considered of as well. But let's get into some brass tacks tips. Let's say you get to 2 p.m. You're like, well, Ryan, this all makes sense, but I'm here now. I want to feel better. (laughs) What can I do? Uh, There's a couple things. One is movement. Yeah. Something as simple as just taking five to 10 minutes, going for a quick walk in the sunshine Mm -hmm. or even doing some, what I call trigger sessions, a brief burst of movement could be bodyweight squats, could be Mm. pushups, could be lunges, any bodyweight exercise that is going to stimulate muscle in order to normalize blood glucose, Mm -hmm. upregulate energy Mm -hmm. and create this hormonal cascade to trigger this response in the body. That's going to help you feel more mentally acute. You're going to have better mental clarity. You're going to feel more energetic. You're going to improve your mood, get this Mm. little rush of beta dorphins. And when you do that outside in the sunshine, it is just a recipe for success. And I'm not talking a workout. Yeah. I know if people are working nine to five, they might be wearing nice clothes. Sure. Not in a position to get yeah, sweat yeah. on. Yeah. I'm talking like 60 seconds. Right. A quick burst of movement to really recalibrate the system is powerful yeah. and is so easy. It's free. You can do it anywhere. And it's going to go a long way for people. It's just doing a little wow. trigger session or a lower intensity option would just be a few minutes walking sure. outside in the sun. A lot of times people are dehydrated. Yeah. And as soon as they drink a glass of water, they feel so much better. Yeah. So before you go to the coffee, which is a diuretic, hydrate the body first, then sure. see how you feel. Sure. The other thing with this that I love, and this is a more advanced technique. We'll dive into a little bit here, yeah. but maybe we could post some other material for people. But sure. it's what I call energy activation breath work. Yes. And this is a four to five minute practice that will transform your freaking life. And so you really want to take about 20 to 30 deep breaths. Okay. All in and out through the mouth. Okay. We could talk about nasal breathing and why that's so imperative for people. But when you're doing breath work, Mm -hmm. conscious and controlled breath work, it always wants, you want to be in and out through the mouth for this energizing form. Okay. And so you do your 20 to 30 deep breaths, breathing deep into the diaphragm and then letting it out or in a rhythmic fashion, back to back to back to back. On your last breath, you take a deep breath in, you hold at the top and then you perform a set of either pushups bodyweight squats, mm. any type of exercise during that breath hold. Okay. Until you feel the need to breathe, you, exha- you exhale all the air in your lungs, completely empty the lungs. Mm-hmm. Then you take another deep breath in, fill up the lungs. You do a full body contraction, squeeze every muscle in your mm-hmm. body, circulate that life force energy throughout your body, and then hold for about four to five seconds, relax, and you repeat that twice. It takes about two, two and a half minutes each, each round. Okay. It is, dude, it works like gangbusters. Wow. You're going to love it. It's super quick. It's super efficient. Okay. I do this every morning when I wake up. And then as an afternoon pick-me-up, it is extraordinarily effective. Okay. And so essentially, it's a similar concept as Wim Hof breathing, mm-hmm. but it's short form. Mm-hmm. It involves some exercise, which is a lot more effective in delivering these results in a quicker 
fashion. Sure. It helps to upregulate dopamine in our brain. Okay. Dopamine being one of our feel-good neurotransmitters associated with energy, motivation, and drive. Yeah. And also concentration and focus. And you are fully charged. Lights I am like a and you get higher on supply, man. Four minutes. That's all it is. Holy shit. And you feel just completely revitalized, dude. It upregulates your energy, your dopamine. Oh my god. You feel God. like a million bucks. I feel like I just took create a uh, pre-workout powder and just went yeah. like just dumped it in. <laughs> the only struggle that I had was really trying to focus on inhaling through the gut. It takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice because most people don't know how to use their diaphragm. Right. All of the people are Chest, shallow yeah, chest yeah. breathers. So yeah. you want to focus on, that's why Pushing it helps it to have your hands. Mm -hmm. So as you breathe in, see how that expands the diaphragm? Then you flow it up into the chest. So it looks like this for people watching on a side view. That's how you get the fullest, deepest breaths, and you really dig deep into the diaphragm. But most people, their diaphragm has been used in so long because right. they don't know how to do proper belly breathing, so they need to train up oh, to that. There it is. They need to practice it, and and sometimes it'll help do doing it lying in a lying position. Sometimes it'll be a little okay. easier than standing okay. for some people. Yeah. Um, everyone's wow. different. Yeah, you ready to take on the world? It's <laughs> used. Oh wow. That's what I do. That man. that hold. Yeah, you just, when you're holding, you feel just yeah the energy circulating yeah. through your blood. There's like a light from the toe to the top of the head that I'm yeah. just like charged. Yep. Wow. Jared, a few strategies we could talk Love all day it. about this yeah, one yeah. topic, but we may want to move move on from yeah here. well right now i'm assuming everyone's went to your instagram they went to your website they're like who the hell is this guy i want more and i, and I can't get enough um i have one more question just as kind of like a, a another fix uh, and and then we'll actually get into breath work and the nutrition we'll talk about the book etc my last question that i'm sure a lot of people struggle with uh thankfully i cannot relate to this trouble sleeping whether it's trouble falling asleep trouble staying asleep what do you got for that I got a lot for that. Yeah. So what people need to understand about sleep, first and foremost, is that you need to set yourself up for success when it comes to your sleep. Okay. You can't just show up in bed, put your head on the pillow and expect to fall asleep if you've been doing all the wrong things throughout the day. Sure. So you need to align what I chatted about earlier. Yeah. It's called your circadian rhythm. Okay. Our bodies function on this biological clock. Yeah. And it allows our bodies to have the proper signals of to upregulate energy to suppress melatonin, to upregulate melatonin, our master sleep hormone, sure. to change all of these functions in the body. And so there's a few key things I'm going to outline. <clears throat> I could talk about sleep for an hour, so I'll try and keep it concise. Okay, okay. Try and keep it concise. The morning routine stuff I talked about is key. A lot of stuff breaks loose throughout our day. Busy day, you got work, you got family, you got all sorts of things going on. Yeah. Sometimes we are, it's a little bit out of our control to do a lot of these things. Okay. But we all have control over our mornings. And we have control over our evenings. Yeah. So I'm a big proponent of sandwiching your day with these critical practices that are going to really set the stage for how you feel during the day. Sure. So morning routine, getting that morning sunlight is probably the most underrated thing anyone can do that's watching this. Wow. Step outside. It could be for as little as five to 10 minutes. But when the sun is at a low solar angle, shortly after sunrise, okay. this could be an hour after, it could be two hours after. Sure. But right when you wake up, you want to get outside okay. because window glass blocks a lot of these beneficial light spectrums. Yes and reduces light intensity. So it doesn't okay. have this signaling component to your body. So morning sunlight will anchor that circadian rhythm and actually help facilitate better sleep that night. 
Wow. So not only we have more energy and feel better during that day, yeah. it's going to aid in the sleep at the night, in the okay. evening hours. So that's yeah. huge. And then just getting out during the day in general sure. for some sensible sun exposure is what I call it. Okay. So a lot of people have been misled to fear the sun. Yeah. The dermatology and, you know, industry and the modern medical industry have, you know, they say it causes skin cancer. You got to lather on all the sunscreen. If you're going to step outside, it yeah. is complete BS. Wow. This, we have evolved to thrive with the sun. And yeah. it's one of the most important factors to our health. Yeah. Now laying out at the beach for six hours and getting burnt to a crisp is not sensible. No, that's not advisable. <laughs> and, and any type of burn sure. damages the skin, sure. whether it's from the sun, hot water, the stovetop. Yep. We don't want excessive oxidative damage on the skin. Mm -hmm. But when you're going out for 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes, mm -hmm. depending on your proximity to the equator and your skin tone, sure. it releases so many beneficial responses in the body. It helps with vitamin D, which most people know about. Yeah. It helps with melanin production. It also helps with nitric oxide, which is very important for blood flow, delivery of nutrients, energy, so many things when it comes to our health and performance. Sure. It helps with all these different biochemical processes, helps upregulate endorphins for our mood. And it really helps set the stage so that when we go to bed at night, we can sleep better. And sure. many people can probably relate to this. You know, you've been yeah. outside on a weekend spending time by the beach or with your friends outside, going for a hike out mm -hmm. in nature. And that night you sleep great. Oh, like a rock. Yeah. But then like on the flip side, <laughs> yeah. you're in the office, you're under artificial junk lights in front of a computer screen, yeah. you're tired all day. And then at night you're like wired. Sure. You're not, you, you're, you're like wired and tired is what they call yeah, it because yeah. you're physically like not ready to do much. Yeah. Yeah. But mentally your brain is still going. Yeah. And so that's a big thing is just optimizing your light exposure. Okay. Now, when it comes to the evening hours, yeah. trying to be outside for sunset is ideal because it emits the specific spectrums that signal to the brain that it's sundown, mm. that the day is ending, that we need to start preparing for sleep. Very important. So wow. sunrise, midday, and sunset, and it doesn't require you to be out there for hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five to 10 minutes at sunrise. Sure. Longer is always better. You know, whatever you can tolerate during the midday, maybe 10, maybe 20 minutes. Sure. Midday sun with as much skin exposure as possible. We want to think of our bodies like a solar panel. Yeah. Really soaking up these rays. No sunscreen, folks. We're going to block all these benefits. And most sunscreens have so many toxic chemicals that get absorbed yeah. transdermally into the bloodstream. Sure. They are a big culprit when it comes to skin cancer, quite frankly. Okay. And don't be out, though, for hours on end. Yeah. You know, yeah. Go get your sensible sun exposure and then put on a hat or a long sleeve or find some shade. Sure. Then evening, being outside around that time, around sunset. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like you're staring at the sunset if you <laughs> right. don't have like a beautiful view at your house. Just yeah, so yeah. that you're outside, that indirect light will still provide these benefits. Sure. Now, a few other key things in the evenings that I find work really, really well. Sure. To help de-stress, decompress, unwind at night. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites is deep stretching combined with deep breathing. Okay. It is a powerful way to open up different pathways in the body that drops you into this parasympathetic rest and digest mm -hmm. nervous system state that will really help you to relax and really help you to fall asleep easier, stay asleep, all that type of good stuff. Plus you get the functional benefit of some stretching. Sure. Not talking about an hour long yoga class. Yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. I'm no warrior threes up in here. <laughs> I'm just talking like lay down and open up the back, open up the hamstrings, sure. the hip flexors, really relaxing long holds. Yeah. Um, nothing too strenuous and coupling that with deep nasal breathing where you're going to take a five second inhale through the nose into the belly mm -hmm. and then a slow 10 second exhale. Okay. By doubling the length of exhale versus inhale, you're really starting to drop the nervous system and lower stress, lower blood pressure, lower resting heart rate. It's really, really powerful technique. And this is something you could do anytime you're stressed or sure. anxious or pent up driving in traffic, whatever it is. Yeah. Five second inhale through the nose, 10 second exhale through the nose. 
and repeating that six breaths, okay. about 90 seconds, yeah. is all you need to make this switch. It's sure. been shown in a Japanese study. Very powerful. Very okay. powerful tool for people to have in their back pocket if they're ever feeling really anxious or wound up. Sure. But at night, it's especially effective. Okay. The other thing I really like in conjunction with this, and you know, doing it for 10, 15 minutes is all you really need, Justin. Mm-hmm. You can do it for 30 if you want to do a deep stretch, but most people don't have the time or desire. Right. And I'm all about the minimum effective dose. Yep. How can we really get the benefits we're looking for in the least amount amount of time? time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't have a lot of time to spare most of us. So five to 10 minutes of this stretching would be awesome. Other thing I like is journaling. Mm. Getting your thoughts on paper goes such a long way. So we all have these mental notes. I got to remember to call this person tomorrow. I got to remember to do this on Friday. I got to remember this. And that just occupies real estate in your mind and keeps yep. your mind going. Write that shit down on paper. Yeah. Get it out of your head. Put it on paper. Yep. And be and done with it. Done with it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I really like the journaling for is just analyzing your day. A lot yeah. of us are kept up with our minds thinking, oh, I wish I said this to that person yeah. or oh, I wish I did this differently or oh, I forgot to do that. Mm-hmm. Write that shit down. Yeah. Get it out of your head. Put sure. it on paper. And then always finishing with some gratitude. Yep. Gratitude is one of the best states to be in to go to sleep. I mean, yep. in general, it's just a great mental state to be in. Sure. So just writing down three to five things you're grateful for. Yeah. So those three legs of a journaling practice are very powerful as an evening routine practice. Yeah. And then we could talk about supplements. We could talk about a bunch of other things, but those are some good lifestyle variables to keep in mind. Yeah. And we'll, we'll save the supplements for when we get into the book because I, um, I'm excited to, to go down that road. Um, save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That was all super helpful. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Um, if we can, um, I'm going to get some some links from Ryan to throw in the show notes for the um, the glasses. You're talking about wearing for the blue light and a couple other just hacks. And yeah. um, I'll, I'll make sure I include all those so you guys can just click away. So that's something that it's just easy, simple, and well worth yeah. doing. Wow. And that's the thing, simple and well worth. Like those two words, if you guys took away anything from all that, this is the best investment you can make is within yourself. Yep. Sleep is up there. <laughs> Nutrition is. is up there. Um, optimizing, you know, all the above to, to as much as you can. But speaking of nutrition, let's talk about the book that you wrote. Well, my, the book is called Beyond Nutrition. Okay. And it's a hybrid. It's part information. It's got 15 chapters of health information. And nutrition information. Yeah. But it's part recipe book. Oh. Okay. And the reason I decided to make it a recipe book, because yeah. a lot of people ask me, like, Ryan, you practice functional medicine. Like, you know, sure. strike me as a, a guy that's getting down and dirty in the kitchen. I'm like, <laughs> quite the contrary. <laughs> yeah. I love to get down dirty in the kitchen because recipes are really the key to dialing in your nutrition. I was getting, you know, all these patients I was working <clears throat> with in my practice, yeah, telling them all the foods to avoid, foods to include, how to change up their diet. Sure. But there was a missing link between that recommendation and actually putting it into practice and recipes bridge that gap. They tell you, Hey, you need these six ingredients, Mm -hmm. follow these simple directions. And within 10 to 15 minutes, you have a delicious nourishing meal for yourself and your loved ones. Sure. And so I started creating all these recipes and getting great feedback from my community, my audience saying, Ryan, you should put these all in a book. Like I would love a recipe book from you because there's a lot of great recipe books. Not all of them are so healthy. Sure. You know, (laughs) so (laughs) that is what kind of inspired the book. And I'm like, well, I got to give some context with the recipes. So, 
I, you know, kind of snowballed into 15 chapters and it's pretty concise and very straight to the point, giving people the high level, really actionable advice yeah. of how to really transform your health, transform your nutrition and also your life Yeah. by what you eat, what you put in your mouth. And so that was how the book came into, came to fruition, man. Yeah. It's just the journey of just kind of putting out this helpful information for patients, then to my, um, you know, social media and, and people sure. that are paying attention to me online. And then. Yeah. From there, it just kind of snowballed into like people want it in a one stop shop. Like, yeah. Just get a book and yeah. you're off to the races. And yeah. it's just a great way to reach a lot of people. So, yeah. you know, I've been able to reach thousands and thousands of readers and yeah. really honored to have that best selling book because it's really been for a sure. powerful tool to yeah. help people that may not be able to, you know, hire me for my consulting services, may sure. not be in a position financially or otherwise sure. to work together. But <clears throat> Virtually anyone can afford a book. Yeah. And if you apply what's in there, you, you may not need to work with me. You know? yeah, yeah, You're going to exactly. get a lot of the great information, a lot of the great protocols and resources and, and the rest totally. to really make a serious impact yeah. on how you feel and, you know, what, what choices you're making throughout yeah. the day. Yeah, I'm super excited. Shay and I, um, we have a book that uh, Ryan gifted us, so we're going to dive into it here and um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to know... If someone is, is listening or watching and saying, you know what, I've had some health issues that I want to get checked out, um, whether it's it's their doctor is not really doing it for them or, or maybe they're not really aligning with Western medicine, et cetera. I want to know how can people get in touch with you? And then if you can just walk us all through what are some of the next followed through steps? So what can people expect, um, et cetera, et cetera? Yep. So great question. Uh, you can get in touch with me, social media on, yep. on Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, at Ryan C. Kennedy. And you can find me on YouTube, um, do a few things here and there on Facebook. Yep. And you could also just send me an email. Okay. Ryan Kennedy health at gmail.com. Yeah. And send me an email saying, Hey, I'm interested in working together, getting, you know, uh, improvements in these areas and sure. curious how, how that works. Yeah. Uh, essentially the next step after that is I really like to get them on the phone. Yep. Uh, it's a free call and it's with my patient wellness advisor. Um, sometimes I take these calls when I have the time. Okay. And it's really to figure out what's going to be best for this person. Yeah. Because I have a number of different ways of helping people. Mm. I have online courses. I have group programs. I have one-on-one -on -one consulting. I have all sorts of master classes and videos. And maybe sure. they, it turns out I could just steer them to some of my free content. Say, here's what you need. Implement yeah. this. You don't, you know, I don't need to work with you. Sure. It's not that common. Most yeah, people yeah. need and, and want that additional layer of guidance and support and accountability. Um, but I like to chat with someone just to hear where they're coming from, mm -hmm. you know, just to see where you're at, where you want to go, how I can help you get you there and then see what works with their, you know, resources, with their finances, sure. you know, in terms of how much they want to invest into themselves, into their health, and then guiding them into one of the various options. Um, I've been having incredible success, Justin, uh, with my group programs. I have a mm -hmm. men's and a women's health optimization series, and it's the 12 week program that oh, wow. I've been so honored to put together because I've had it's really helped me reach more people and sure. change more lives. And I'm getting as good of results as I am with my one-on-one -on -one patients mm -hmm. and it's building community. So yep. you have a community, a tribe yeah. of like-minded individuals all on the same path, yep. achieving excellence in their health, their wellness, their overall lives. Sure. And it fosters good friendships, good relationships. Yeah. And it just creates this great energy of support. Uh, in addition to all the protocols and guidance and recommendations, mm -hmm. uh, coupled with accountability check-ins and, you know, weekly coaching calls. Uh, so that's been a real big project. Wow. I launched early uh, middle of last year, okay. um, coming up on about a, a year ago. Okay. 
And it's just been transformative in my ability to reach more people, help more people, and also build these communities for all the benefits associated with that, that sure. a lot of people are really lacking in this day and age. Yeah. And I love that you don't have to be in San Diego. Hell, you don't have to be in California. You, you can have be, to be in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. You can be anywhere. Um, Ryan's here to help. I'm throwing up the website right now. And again, everything you guys are listening, everything's in the show notes. Um, don't hesitate to reach out. So a little bit more, I, I've been fascinated with um, breathwork and cold showers. Kind of since the pandemic started, I was already on Wim Hof and I was like, well, now I have the time and I don't have to worry about any other excuses for traveling or whatever. I can really knock this stuff out. So I want to talk about, well, first, my selfish question is, how do you feel about cold showers? I've been trying to get people on them to like, Justin, I don't know how the hell you can do it. I'm like, look, there's there's levels to it. But in large part, the reason why I can get through these cold showers, because now it's like up to three minutes, breath work in the shower. Yep. So how do you feel about cold showers? And then we can go into breath work. I love cold showers. Okay. They provide so many physical benefits. Yeah. Everything from upregulating fat burning hormones to enhancing our energy. Uh, but what I really love about cold showers is it builds mental resilience. Mm-hmm. It builds that grit. Of just saying, hey, there's this thing. I don't want to do it. Yep. It sucks, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yep. And you get that early win and it builds that momentum and carries over into other aspects of your life. So 100%. I love it for that reason. Yeah. Now, when I'm working with someone who's like, I hate the cold, right? I can't <laughs> do it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. It's so hard. We only have so much willpower, so much energy reserves. Sure. And so if someone's in that camp, I'm not like, hey, if you, you got to do the cold showers. It's like, end all be all. Sure. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. And if you can do it, amazing. Yeah. But I'd rather have a person who's not about it divert their energy and really their discipline towards other aspects of their health. Yeah. Because there's always going to be other things that are going to be more important for them. Totally. You know, like we talked about nutrition, sleep, managing stress, yeah. cleaning up a whole bunch of different variables about their lifestyle. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. But if someone's listening to this, they're like, I, I get it. I get the benefits, but it's just not for me. I'm like, oh, it's not, there's nothing that's for everyone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, totally. So to each their own. Yeah. Uh, in terms of breath work, yeah. I became very, very fascinated by the science as well as just the profound benefits I was getting clinically mm-hmm. with breath work modalities uh, several years ago. And so I want to start by talking about the importance of daily nasal breathing. Okay. Breathing throughout the day, most people are shallow mouth breathers. And this creates a poor oxygen environment. Mm -hmm. It creates stress. It creates anxiety. It creates physical dysfunction at the cellular level. Yeah. And so I'm a huge proponent of just teaching people how to breathe. Yeah. I was given a keynote uh, about six months ago uh, to a community of individuals. And they asked me at the end, they're like, Ryan, if there was just one thing you could give in terms of advice for someone, what would it be? I'd be like, learn how to breathe. Yeah. Which is the craziest thing, Justin, that we're taught all these things in school about history and you know, algebra and all these topics, <laughs> I know. we're never taught how to use the most basic fundamental function yeah. of the human body. Yeah. This is one of the first things they teach monks as they're in monk school is, okay. is how to use the breath because it's a powerful catalyst to elicit change physiologically. Wow. And so first thing you need to understand is breathing day to day. We want to always focus on breathing in and out through the nose. Mm. We never want to breathe through the mouth mm. because we have these nervous system receptors in the nostrils and it creates a completely different uh, response in the body and sure. when you're breathing through the mouth. 
So if you're talking, obviously that's an exception. Yeah. And if you're doing ultra high intensity exercise, like interval training, and you're just at high level of your VO2 max, that is going to require some mouth breathing potentially, but you could obviously train up to be nasal breathing primarily during your exercise too, Mm -hmm. which is even better. Yeah. Uh, But I always urge people to just be mindful, to just breathe through your nose, Mm. close your mouth, breathe through your nose. It's going to be transformative. A guy named James Nestor recently wrote a great book on this Mm -hmm. called called breathe yep. uh, or breath. And it's, it goes into the science. He does awesome. He talks about research. He talks about how, you know, the differences from a physiological level, testing all, all these different parameters of your health between yeah. nasal breathing and mouth breathing. So that's huge. And also when you're sleeping, yeah, I'm a big fan of using a little piece of tape along your lips. Mm. Mouth tape is becoming more popular because a lot of people that struggle with jaw clenching, uh, snoring, all sorts of different respiratory issues right. while they're sleeping, when you start to breathe through the nose, it is a game changer, man. Wow. It's a game changer for your sleep quality and yeah. lowering the body's stress response. Mm. So that's day-to-day breathing. <clears throat> now, when you're doing breath work, it's a much more active, engaging, conscious, controlled breathing. Sure. And this is usually done in and out through the mouth when you're talking about more intense forms of breath work like the Wim Hof. Sure. And I love Tumo breathing. That's mm. like the more uh, common, or not common, it's the proper name of okay. the Wim Hof method okay. that he popularized. Mm. And I think that's great for energizing the body, for getting you just high in your own supply. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of people, they're looking for something outside of themselves to sure. make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's food, whether it's drugs or alcohol, whether it's material possessions. Mm-hmm. But what they need to understand is we have access to the greatest pharmacy in the world. that's already inside our brains. Yeah. We have access to all the feel good neurotransmitters, all the neurochemicals. And when you start to learn how to utilize them and access them through the breath, Mm. you realize you don't need any of that stuff. Right. And that's why I've seen breath work be such a powerful uh, tool for healing from addiction and substance abuse because it really helps people shift their one, shift their consciousness Mm. and two, shift their complete mental state without the use of any exogenous substance. And that's a powerful thing. And it also really creates the container for deep, mental and emotional healing, which is oftentimes at the root cause of a lot of substance abuse. Sure. So it's multifaceted of why it's so great for those, those people dealing with, uh, or struggling with something like that. Wow. But the type of breath work I love most is different than Wim Hof. It's a type of holotropic breath work. And this is a long form breath work. It's about, you know, 20 to 30 minute practice where you're doing this rhythmic conscious controlled breathing, this Mm -hmm. three part breath. And what this does, Justin, is it completely shifts you out of your head into your heart. It quiets the ego, slows down the overactivation of your frontal lobe, which is your monkey mind, your ego mind that has all these barriers uh, you know, of suppressed memories and all these different things that we really are holding down, holding back all this bullshit and past sure. experiences that people drag around with us. This allows you to let it go, man. Mm. And it's so freaking incredible. It really is the most powerful thing I've ever found when it comes to emotional healing, releasing past trauma, yeah. getting rid of limiting beliefs and just providing the container to do deep inner work. Mm. And you don't need anything. It's you just lie on the floor and down. do this breathing. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about breath work is it's accessible to anyone, anywhere, anytime. Mm. And I think that's why it's lacking the attention and popularity that it should because you're not selling anything. You don't have to buy a bottle of pills. You don't have to buy any (laughs) special biohacking gadgets or gear. Yeah. You just breathe in this special way. And so I facilitate these classes, Mm -hmm. uh, these transformational breathwork classes every month. I do them online. They're virtual. And, you know, I basically 
create this journey, this mm-hmm. experience with guided music and guidance through me, you know, yelling all sorts of stuff out to help people go deeper and facilitate this transformative experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you really do feel this insane breakthrough wow. and you feel this insane deeper connection to yourself yeah, and to deeper love. Yeah. And you are able to let go of just past regrets, past, yeah. you know, anger, the, you know, resentment people have towards others who have yeah. wronged them all the different past traumas that we experience in this life, you just let it go, man. And you feel so light. You feel so centered. I mean, the most common remark I get from my students after these classes is that Ryan, that felt like 10 years of therapy in one hour without having to say a word. Wow. It is mind blowing. And this, (gasps) this type of breath work completely changed my life. And that's what got me into this. Wow. And so it's just such an underutilized, um, technique and so i'm on a mission to share it and i have hundreds of people come to my monthly classes and i absolutely love it i get flooded with emails and responses of all the good feedback people have yeah um and so that's something i highly encourage people to check out yeah uh because it's you know online they could do it from the comfort of their own home and it's really such a just incredible experience yeah to really heal emotionally mentally and also tap in spiritually sure people will have communications with relatives who have passed away. I've had the craziest stories from my students of just going into these deep places and there's no pills, no shamanic rituals, no psychedelics. Yeah. This is a natural practical way to go and do deep work and to really create this incredible healing response in the body. I got to let this marinate, man. Oh, I'm having a moment of like, I'm so happy that this is what I do. (laughs) Um, Just to be able to meet people like you, man, and just receive this I, I can't wait we're gonna we're gonna practice this later today shay's here we're gonna get into all this and we're gonna do this um this this breath work and um i'm really looking forward to it and and i want people because i'm sure everyone's like when's the next class so this this episode uh we're in june do you have your date for the july class yet or anything like that so i have the next class is june 27th so thursday okay i believe it's the 27th i'll get you the link for that though. okay great and then the webpage that I'll provide you with the yeah. link it's ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash breathwork. Okay. It's updated every month to reflect the new class dates. Okay, cool. Great. And I'm assuming too, there, there has to be some type of intention that needs to be set before you even lay down uh, or maybe while you're laying down there in the beginning. And, and I remember you said too, like the first five minutes are the hardest, but if you know, you can, if you get through that, it just gets better from there. Well, it's called breath work. It's hard work. (laughs) It's not a walk in the park. You earn it. You've got to really push through discomfort because mentally your brain doesn't want you to do anything difficult or uncomfortable. It wants you to stay in your little safe bubble. And the problem with that is anything worth attaining in life requires going outside your comfort zone, pushing through this resistance. And so breath work is the same way. The first few minutes, you know, people oftentimes have to really push themselves to get there. But the entire rest of the practice is exponentially easier once you get into this state this rhythm this flow yeah and the thing about the breath work as well is it's just so different in your experience every time you do it Mm. and when it comes to setting intentions i do have people set intentions but what i find oftentimes justin is they'll go in with this intention like i have this resentment towards my my father or my mother or you know i have this you know, experience maybe they had some sexual abuse or some other physical trauma yeah they go into it with that and the brain and their their mental and emotional space completely just throw something else at them. Where <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, I went in thinking I was going to work through this, but I sure. also had a m- bunch of other things I needed to work through yeah. clearly. And so everyone, I just tell them, 
Come in with an open mind. Give it everything you got. Sure. Your body will take care of the rest. See what happens. Yeah, see what happens. Wow, that's amazing. I can't wait for everyone to take this class. I can't wait for us to take this class. Um, so again, all the links are below for everyone to get in touch with Ryan. Uh, the Instagram handle has been popping up here throughout. Um, I am just just blown away. This is going to be an episode where I actually can't wait to edit because I'm going to be able to really sit down and take my notes and, and, and just process everything. All right, let's get into some some really, really, really fun, light stuff. Everyone kick back, relax. This is the round of rapid fire questions. So Ryan has no idea what's coming his way, and uh, but you'll be all right, man. Okay, question number one. What's one thing you know you need to do, but you're afraid to do it? Mm, that's a good one. Nothing comes to mind uh, initially. Uh, okay. There's a lot of things I know I need to do. It's not that I'm afraid to do it. <laughs> it's, it's just finding that the time. That, yeah, and also just there's other... Uh, areas of resistance, you know, like we all have. Sure. And so, um, one thing, I mean, for me, it's, it's not almost, it's not so much health related because I've become very disciplined and very in tune with my routines and my habits and my health practices. Cause sure. it's a very high priority in my life to yeah. practice what I preach. Sure. Um, but for me, there's areas of having hard conversations with family members, Yep. telling them things that I know will be hurtful for them sure. that they need to hear. Yeah. And that's something that I've always struggled with. And I've gotten better at having those hard conversations because it's really there that you feel so much better. Yeah. Everyone benefits. Yep. Um, but it's hard. It is hard, man. And so yeah. that's one thing I guess I would say is just having hard conversations with people you love sure. that you know will be very hurtful initially, Sure. but you know in the long term they need to hear it. Yeah, well, I can relate to you, uh, not only from from my family history, but I had my mom on for a, a two part episode and, you know, love her to death. And it was a lot of uncomfortable, difficult um, conversations, but we were so much better for it. Um, I know it was it was healing to both of us and we're, we're really glad that we did. OK, question number two, what's one experience you've had that's changed your life? transformational breath work really <laughs> uh, my first class that i attended as a student okay i had never done this technique before mm -hmm. i had done some wim hof breathing some kundalini yoga some yeah. other types of breath work modalities and so i'm at a health conference and i go to all these different symposiums to learn from the experts and scientists mm -hmm. and there's a, a breakout session with a class called transformational breath work and i thought you know i'm just gonna go there breathe it'll be chill see what happens yeah i go into this class taught by this guy john paul crimi great mentor of mine and great guy. And this was yeah about three, three and a half years ago. And it blew my socks off, man. It was more powerful than plant medicine ceremonies I've done. It was more powerful than any type of deep inner work I've ever done. Wow. I let go of so much. I mean, there's a puddle around me of, of tears and sweat. And, you know, it's a similar sentiment of what my students relay to me. Sure. I experienced that firsthand. And that's why I became so passionate about sharing this practice because yeah. Sometimes when you least expect it, mm. the universe delivers exactly what you need. Exactly. You just got to be open to it. Exactly. Open to receive it. Yep. I and love so that's it. That's a powerful experience that comes to mind. Love it. Uh, question number three, what is one motto or mantra you live by? Mm. Motto or mantra I live by. I know it's tough to pick one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's so many good ones. So many good ones. Um, well, one that we were just talking about that come that I really believe is, uh, a man with this health has a thousand dreams. A man without it has only one. Yeah. And it's the truth because it doesn't matter how much money you have, 
how your your status in you know society, right. your material possessions, none of that matters if you're sick. Yep. You don't feel well. Yep. And if you're on your deathbed, you can't take any of that with you. Right. And so I believe that really having this priority of of what really matters in your life. And I mm-hmm. believe time and health are our two greatest assets. Yep. And everything else, obviously our relationships, the love we have in our life is really key. Sure. Um, another one that I thought of as I, you know, went through this is something I say at the end of all my classes. And it's that the only thing you really have in this life is the love that you give and the love that you get. Mm. Everything else is just a distraction. The houses, the cars, mm. everything else. All we really have is the love that we receive from others yeah. and the love that we put out. Wow. And that's at the end of the day, what really counts. Yeah. That's, that's deep, man. I really appreciate that. I actually, uh, that's, that's touching for me. Um, I received that really well. I got actually a little, little emotional just hearing that, just trying to put myself into, into those shoes. So I, I love that motto. Um, okay. Question number four, what do you want to be known for when you leave this earth? So think legacy. I want to be known for changing the way people think about their health. So many of us put our health into other people's hands. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to rely on the doctor to take care of me. Sure. I rely on the medical system to know what's in my best interest. And I, I'm all about teaching people to take back control. Yeah. You can't rely on these external resources. They could be great and they could be great resources, but at the end of the day, it's your responsibility. Yeah. You need to take ownership and you need to understand that you are in control and it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what disease, what ailment you have. The body is capable of miraculous healing. Yeah. And never put your hopes and your outcomes in other people's hands. Mm-hmm. Always know if someone tells you you have an incurable condition or you have this terminal illness yeah. and you believe it, yeah. it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. But if you refuse to believe that and you really embody the changes, you do the work, but you also embody the, the notion that I am going to beat this. Right. I am going to do this. I started working with a gentleman recently who has ALS and he's been told by doctor after doctor, it's is incurable. There's nothing you can do. He came to me for help and I was like, first of all, before we do anything, you need to understand you are going to beat this. Wow. You are going to reverse this condition. And whether that ends up happening or not, he needs to instill that in order to have a chance. Sure. And so really that's something that I'm, I really strongly believe because so many people give their power away. Yeah. They give it away to authorities and to other people and say, what they told me is, is the truth. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be your truth. Right. So take back control. Mm. That's beautiful, man. And you're doing it, by the way. You are doing it, which is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, last and final question for you. What does Ryan admire most about Ryan? Mm. I think my passion. Yeah. My passion for all this stuff, man, because it doesn't feel like work to me. Yeah. I wake up every morning and I'm so grateful and so blessed to be able to do what I love, to be able to lead a life of fulfillment and to be able to show up in the world and make people's lives better. And that's something that, you know, took a lot of work to get here. It was a journey. It still is a journey. It's not like I got it all figured out, (laughs) but I love that I pursued what mattered to me. I didn't pursue the, you know, general education or nine to five, uh, you know, corporate lifestyle, which no, no, uh, negativity towards anyone that has, Mm -hmm. but I just know for me, it was a lot of doubt, a lot of insecurity, a lot of naysayers on my path. And I always just believed that this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm meant to do. This is really my purpose and the deeper meaning for my life. 
and pursuing that with the tenacity and determination that I have is yeah. something I really, not to be stroke my own ego, but no, something no. I really do feel proud as far as the number of lives I've been able to touch. Hundred percent, man. I, I, it's not stroking your ego. It's, it's tooting your horn and beep that thing as loud as you need to, man. Because again, you are, you are doing it. A lot of people talk about it, and very few actually take action towards it. Um, this leads me actually smoothly into the moment of acknowledgement that I always give to my guest. And you know, this was actually the first time you and I met in person. We were connected by Mr. Brandon Collinsworth. Shout out to Brandon. And um, I remember when when he was talking about you, he's like, "Man, this guy is like right up your alley for who you are, where you're trying to go." And I just was so excited to meet you and um, to get this get this episode in. And um, and and I noticed even even the short time that I've been here so far, something that I am really sensitive to is is energy. And your energy, Ashley's energy as well. Um, you gave me energy. I mean, it's infectious. You can tell how passionate you are about what you do. And that to me is, is everything as, as, as I go through my, I'm li- living out my legacy as, as we speak. Um, so I want to be around more people like that, you know? So I, I really want to acknowledge you for just, again, um, living in your passion, you know, and, and, and not being afraid to do it. I love that you said you're not really afraid to do anything. That That's like a, a great answer because we all should live with, you know, saying, what, what would I do if I know I couldn't fail? Yeah, it's truth, man. You know, so, um, and, and also want to acknowledge you. Um, your mother's passing, um, I, I, can't, I can't imagine that. I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. Um, but for you to be where you are at today, doing what you're doing, helping and saving lives, keeping other people's moms here, grandmas here, future mothers here. This goes without saying, man, but your mom is one hell of a proud mama right now, man. So please receive that. Well, we need more like you. Um, I just appreciate your time. I appreciate all the information. I am, I'm so excited for, for everyone to, um, to get to know you more, to, to indulge in the courses and the book and the consultations, et cetera. Uh, my goal is to help people and, I for sure know we did today. (laughs) I received that, Justin, and I so appreciate it, man. Of course, Appreciate the kind words. I don't take that lightly. No, please. It really means the world to me. And and right back at you, man. The work that you're doing, since we got connected several months ago, I've been keeping a close eye on your stuff, and I absolutely love it. And I'm excited to have you on my show because I know you have so much value to share, and the fact that you're taking time to really put this information out and to really help others is just... It's such a service to the world, man. Thank you. Appreciate that, brother. Thanks, man. Looking forward to doing your show, and I'm looking forward to do what you guys have already seen here. Um, we're about to get into some, some breath work, some sauna. Um, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy a lot of the uh, amenities that you have here, man. So thank you again. Appreciate you, brother. Guys, if this was uh, relatable to you, as again, I'm sure it is. Please share it with someone that you know it will help out um feel free to like subscribe and review and all that but more importantly just share it with someone that you know could really benefit from uh from something like this until next time thank you amazing man
Well, first and foremost, I always um, set some intentions. Okay. And the number one intention, which is always consistent, I want to help out as many people as possible. So that is always the main goal. And to me, everything else is like a cherry on top. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be great, dude. So... Three main reasons people get headaches and migraines. First one, very simple, dehydration. They're not drinking enough water. They're drinking a bunch of coffee and soda and a bunch of other garbage, Mm -hmm. and they're dehydrated. And even as little as 1% dehydration in the body can lead to severe headaches, can lead to severe dysfunction because every organ, cell, tissue, and system in our bodies requires water to function properly. So dehydration is a big one. As a general rule of thumb, Mm -hmm. I recommend getting about half your body weight in pounds Okay. In ounces per day. The other big low-hanging fruit mm-hmm. when people have chronic headaches and migraines is magnesium deficiency. Yep. Magnesium being our body's master mineral, it's critical for hundreds of, pro- of biochemical processes in, within the body. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get enough through food alone. The third aspect gets a little more broad. Okay. And this is where you're getting some sort of exposure to something that's causing the headache. That's causing the inflammation in the body. Yeah. And so for a lot of people, it's a chemical exposure. That was mine, I think, yeah. Caused by, you know, the personal care products you're using or the household cleaners that you're using or something in your environment that contains toxic chemicals that your body is now having this reaction to Mm -hmm. creating the headache. And so that's obviously requires some detective work of trying to figure it out. But that's another big cause. And I've even seen a food be a cause. Mm. I was just working with a female patient who has had one to two migraines a week for the last many years. Or coming to see me. So it's been a major problem. And these are like debilitating migraines. And, you know, she just gets basically pain drugs thrown at her from the conventional treatment options. And so she came to see me. We started cleaning up a bunch of things with her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We ran a food sensitivity lab because she was having a lot of digestive issues. And what it turned out is she had all these foods she was eating every day that she was highly reactive to generally recognized as healthy things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, salmon, you know, things you would never expect are bad for you, but she was having this reaction to them. And when we pulled those out of her diet, the migraines went away. She hasn't had a single one since. Oh my God. Keep in mind, this is also coupled with a number of other therapies that we've implemented. So it's a multi-dimensional approach. Yeah. But the big thing here too, is when you have a food sensitivity lab, and you have a whole bunch of foods you're reactive to, like she did, this woman did, mm-hmm. it's a clear indication of what's called leaky gut, where food particles are seeping through and there's permeability in the small intestine and it's creating this inflammatory, this immune response to these food particles. Yeah. And so by eating them day in and day out with poor gut integrity, mm-hmm. it's creating problems to where you're having reactions to foods that would generally be recognized as healthy. So <sighs> we healed and sealed the gut using yeah. things like colostrum and lactoferrin, bringing in you know, key amino acids like glutamine and also bringing in uh, some targeted probiotics. Okay. And so now she's able to eat all, you know, I'm talking dozens and dozens of foods came back as reactive. Wow. No longer the case for her. Ugh. So when you heal the gut, it calms down the immune system response. And then over time, 
your body has a, doesn't have a negative reaction sure. anymore. So wow. that's a big thing as well is coming back to just kind of foods that may be causing yeah. a reaction for you, even though they're generally recognized as healthy. Yeah. Jeez. I'm just thinking like if I was sitting there like, oh, I've got my, got my salmon, I got my broccoli, I'm, I'm yeah. eating healthy, migraine. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yeah. I can't win. You know, I'm just going to go to In-N-Out, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but uh Big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.